My grandfather knitted, by the I way. Just he was one of the. From a distance. He was like John Wayne, so he was like. He was the John Wayne of knitting. Yes, he was that cool. <laughs> Knit one pearl too, pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> well, early episode title. Nice job. <laughs> So 238, which comes after 237, my OCD compels me to say 237 because it didn't get said. Oh, no. <laughs> that's okay. When it Ando wasn't was my on. fault. Mm-hmm. Mm, technically, <laughs> I could have jumped in and said it, sure, but I did it today. Okay. This week, welcome. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. Hello. That's I'm Craig. I'm Mike. Uh, yeah. Hi. 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 How's it going? Good. Uh, we have announcements. Maybe not. We need we. an announcement I, theme. I have an announcement, but let's talk to our guest, and then we'll have an announcement. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome back, Matthew. Oh, by the way, can we do a quick scheduling thing uh, right now? What? A quick what? scheduling. Sure. Ooh. I need to be the guest uh, 12 episodes from now. It's behind the burger. <laughs> 12 episodes from now. Exactly 12. Yes. Okay. Because I'm too what? farty. What? Or two episodes from now. What? Y- then you would be... Too farty. Too farty. Too farty. Uh, I don't know if too, can... too... You want to rewind this and start yeah. back over? You'd be too fitty. Yeah, but I meant two. Why don't, why don't you just come back in two weeks and then you can be too farty? I want to be too farty. <laughs> We can't do that. We're already scheduled. Well, I'll just make a cameo. No. Who's too farty, Kurt? <laughs> I don't know. Let's get a look at the schedule. I don't have it in front of me. Now we're all looking for the schedule. Okay, you oh, two talk. What I'll a great the, show. I'll, I'll look at the calendar. Okay, here's the it deal. It is Kurt. Kurt is too farty. Oh, man. Congratulations, Kurt. Um, Here's the deal. Uh, About four years ago in August, this past August, four years previous, 2013. I started designing mergers and acquisitions based on an idea that came out of this guy's head. Thank you very much. Um, What's your cut? <laughs> <laughs> Love, affection, and respect. Okay. I hug him all the time. I what, do. Are you just, aren't They're you paying attention? We, we've talked That's about not it. your hugging hey. shirt. They're all hugging shirts as we discussed. Love <laughs> is worth more than money. <laughs> Unless it's a says lot of money. Who, That's says, hilarious. Says someone who is clearly a, doesn't have a lot of money. Is this a comedy podcast? <laughs> um, but anyway, based off of you, and then you know, I worked on that and eventually kickstarted it. It was successful. I, mm-hmm. f- we fulfilled it last year. All Both of you guys contributed in, in some ways to the, to the book itself and backed it and all that fun stuff. There are multiple copies in this house somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, I have signed copies. And while I was... Hey, I don't have a signed one. While What's I was, up with that? <laughs> Keep, Ask sorry, me to sign it. Okay. And while I was uh, fulfilling that last year, when Mike and I, when, when Mike was doing most of the heavy lifting <laughs> with layout, um, my arms are still tired. I was designing capers, and then this year, basically, pretty much from like December or so of last year, capers has been in constant playtest, mm-hmm. and I've been refining and refining, and I've had other people do some work on things. Um, I've got two writers that are writing like this weekend, literally, maybe right now working on something for the game um, with the expectation that, hey, look at me, I'm a sucker. I'm going to do this again. The Kickstarter for Capers will happen 
it is scheduled. I have picked the day. I have, I've got my vacation time. I've got um, my scheduling with conventions and all that kind of stuff worked around that. Um, would you like to know when it is? Uh, Mike, you already know. Sure. <laughs> I'd love to find out. For the very first time. First time. Um, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. Uh, we're going to kickstart on... I have that, don't I? <laughs> Thank you. On Tuesday, March 6th. Excellent. 2018. Matthew is putting that in his calendar. Put it will be... It will run 30 March days until... 6th. April 5th, 5th, that is a Thursday. Um, it'll be bookended by two conventions. I'll kick off on the 6th, and then that weekend right away will be AndoCon. Yeah. Hopefully we will roll into AndoCon with my base funding goal hit in the first three days like I did last time. That's the hope. <laughs> um, no, that was not the door. <laughs> the dog. <whoa. laughs> do do, is there um, a new crotch to go sniff? And I'll be going up to Louisville for conglomeration. <laughs> I love <Ooh>. that name. <laughs> should, uh, should the, I, weekend, <laughs> the weekend before it wraps up. Should I put this on my phone as a goal, a reminder, or an event? I don't know. Oh, that's an event. I, I mean, <laughs> and I'm a, a reminder. I'm I'll remind- probably create a Facebook in- event and invite everybody to it. It's a goal it. for Craig. It's Craig's goal. So it's, I wouldn't, uh, it definitely wouldn't be a goal for me. It is, a, it is an, an event for the universe. It is. And, an and it is a reminder for you to try to get in there and be <sighs> backer number one. Like I was for AndoCon 2018. <laughs> right. I was backer number I'm gonna two. I'm going to do a fan. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Capers. Um, I wasn't even trying to do that. I just was like. Okay, let's go try get to, it. Try yeah. to remember at 10 o'clock yeah. so that I don't miss out on those VIG rewards. I was surprised you <laughs> took that. Why? Because in the past you've gone. Right. Sometimes you've gone to just just like you know you show up for Saturday to yeah. do the con, to do. You should the, be more surprised that I booked podcast. two nights of the at the hotel. And yeah, the podcast, and then like, I think last year you did the hotel thing, but you and you and Allison did like you know it was your. A, you guys occasionally do hotel vacations mm-hmm. where you just you know it's a way to get out of the house. You go and stay at a hotel, and you've got yeah. room service and all that stuff. And well, I did the VIG for the dice bag. Okay, and for the uh, I want the drink. I want the Ando special. Okay, the pineapple pepperoni. That's alcoholic. That, that's beverage. not speci- that's not specifically tied to the VIG. Oh, it isn't. No, but isn't it occurring at the at the mixer? You'll, you'll be able to get it at the mixer, at the but mixer. you'll be able to get. It oh, all you would weekend. be able to get it all weekend. Oh, darn! It might I'm be, gonna go. It might be on special for the mixer. Hang we'll on, see. hang on a second while I back out of that. Whoa! Just kidding. <laughs> Do I need to add a hangout for this? I, stop. <laughs> You got like five months. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna kickstart. It'll bookend be bookended by conventions, so that I'll be busy for some of at least some of those weekends. Because that's something I discovered last time around was the weekends are slow. They're slow for backers, and I'm not working, and I'm just kind of sitting around. And like you know, I do it in such a way that I'm done. Like the work I'm gonna do is finished by the time I'm. So instead of sitting around your apartment constantly hitting refresh for yeah. 48 hours, you're gonna be at Andocon. I'm gonna be at Andocon, keeping and I'll yourself be at busy. Conglomeration yeah. eventually, yeah. and I've got some ideas for things that I can do for those other two weekends too. To try to keep myself. Uh, some of them Kickstarter oriented, some of them not. But anyway, that's the plan. Uh, the preview editions of the games will be available soon. I'm Are you gonna? I'm, I'm nailing down the final proof. You're gonna spend those other two weekends going to, uh, or se- secretly uh, attending, or not attending, but showing up at the same location as meetups for odd groups that are. We talked about that, like going to finding meetup groups that are weird, <laughs> odd, you know, like eclectic interests, okay, but not violent. 
Yeah, because the first three that came to my mind were Nazis, Antifa, and uh, Satan worshippers, and I'm like, wait, we wouldn't want to get caught doing that with either one of those. Just just to go surreptitiously and and so maybe it's like people who who are into cookie jar collectors. They all come with their cookie jars, sure, and they're all hanging around with their their you know old ceramic grandma's cookie jar. Dude, or they're talking co- about the craftsmanship. And you stuff. need to go knit. Ooh, be no, careful. knitting is awesome. And then that's, just, that's not odd. Don't do no, that, no, no. Emily. Would Emily, to, we're sorry. Emily, would, we're sorry. It would no, have to be knitting would, something really weird. You would have to be horrible at it. No, no. Bad knitters. We're not joining the meetup. No, but yeah, you need to go no. and pretend like you're really no. good. But the point is, is like... <laughs> and my grandfather like, my grandfather knitted, by the I way. I want to just watch from a distance. He was like John Wayne. So he was like... He was the John Wayne of knitting? Yes, he was that cool. Knit one pearl too, pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> well, early episode title. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, when he was, uh, he was. Oh, for the in, record, he, when um, yeah. <laughs> when when Emily, uh, our knitting correspondent for the show, that's right, was online at one point trying to come up with her roller derby name. I suggested Pearl Jam, P-U-R-L, as in knitting. Oh, is yeah. that how it's spelled? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She, liked, she liked that. <laughs> Did she go with that? I don't believe okay. so. I'm not sure if she's even roller derby. I think she was just contemplating the idea, but um, like what her name would be. Maybe, that was my maybe suggestion. Maybe it's kick one, punch two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when my grandfather... My grandfather funnier. Was it was funny in my head. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. yeah, should have stayed mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Should, should have stayed where it was funny. Like That's most of the things I say, close the mouth. Mm. Now nah, he when he he died of cancer, and when he was in the hospital, so you got this like you know six foot two John Wayne style guy, you know, in bed dying of cancer, and he's knitting, sure. knitting little booties. <laughs> he was he was cool. Yeah, I got a pair at home. Did he did he fight in any wars? Yes, he was a CB in World War II. He okay, yeah, a, so you don't mess with that. No, yeah. he was a, he was a, a civil engineer. He was a okay. captain in the Navy and uh, was involved in the Normandy landing and plans. Ooh, involved wow. in the plans. Yes, he was a play. That, that was, was a that was he the was, best way to be involved in that. Yeah, and then after <laughs> and then it turns out, they, and then after they came on shore, you know, he brought the whole construction battalion and everything. And, they rebuilt all those bridges that the Nazis yeah, destroyed. The, the harbor retreating. Yeah, he was pretty cool. After Tom Hanks chased all the dirty krauts out. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> right? Tom, Tom, right. Tom Hanks won World War II. That's right. He did. The movie told me. He went to the moon and got saved, all those... saved a bunch of astronauts. and <laughs> Got all those got all those soldiers killed, but ultimately he won the war. That's right. He saved, he saved Matt Damon. <laughs> Ooh. Bad choice. <laughs> I'm wondering, oh. does Matt Damon get saved a lot in movies? <laughs> Matt Damon. Because we've we've Speaking joked we've joked Durka. about we've joked about how Kate Mara is becoming the female Sean Bean because she dies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want Matt Damon. Does he does he get rescued a lot? I'm just I, I wanted to say I, I, I wish he did because he gets rescued in inter, or in uh, the Martian. The Martian. He gets, he gets rescued, rescued in, in Saving Private Ryan. What, what else re- does he get rescued in? He gets is, rescued in uh, in uh, in uh, uh, the remake movie, the western one. Crap. True Grit. Thank you. Oh, which is a which is uh, John Wayne movie. Yes, but the it, remake was done by the Coen Brothers. Which was but doesn't the, awesome. that character die in the original? He doesn't get rescued. Like he gets his head bashed against the rock and he dies. I don't think so. Way to spoil the ending, Nerd Burger. <laughs> How old is that movie? <laughs> I just wanted to use it. <laughs> yeah, True True Grit. I think was like 
67-ish, 68. I, I Although technically, I guess I spoiled part of the new one, too. But still, that's like 10 years old. Well, yeah, that is old. That was the only Oscar John Wayne ever won. And it was really more of a lifetime achievement Oscar, yeah. so it wasn't that his was best a, role. Oh, yeah. I was like, we got to give him, we got to give yeah. him one. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's John freaking Wayne. He's thinking about opening up a knitting store. We're not giving him any awards. <laughs> <laughs> he's retired. He's knitting booties now. Let's go to news. He's not going to make any more Let's movies. go to news. What's news, Craig? Let us all bow our heads. Hang on. Hang on. I got to take off my hat then. And have a moment of silence for the upcoming death. What? Of AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, yeah, yeah. A service that served us. That's a terrible Wait, way of putting that sentence is it, together. Is it R.I.P. A.I.M. or R.I.P. A.I.M.? Um, it's R.I.P. A.I.M. Okay, thanks, bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was still... The, the, on, the switch was GTFO still ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. that. Although, who was using it? Well, that was my question. Was like... Did was it... anyone using it? Were there like six people somewhere? Like a, a group that... A group of old men in the hospital, in hospitals who knit booties. <laughs> that that's how they keep in touch that with That was their, how they were keeping in touch with over, their kids. over the AIM. Yeah. Um, I never really used it. Me neither. I, I vaguely recall... Like trying it a couple times, but it never really it didn't catch on with me. There was plenty of other internet stuff that I was, you know, involved in. I was did I did I know my way around Usenet? <laughs> yeah, I knew my way around <laughs> yeah. Usenet. Um, but yeah, it's uh, they're gonna they're gonna kill it on December fifteenth of this year. And I've noticed on my <laughs> a couple of spots on my Facebook feed where people are talking about it, it's like <laughs> I haven't thought about <laughs> aim in over a decade, and they said. But here's my user number, and they rattled it <laughs> they off remembered. like 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 it was their first ever phone, like the, their first phone number at their first yep. apartment or something like that. That they it just has stuck in their head for all this time. Hmm. I've never used any kind of messaging service other than texts on phones. I've never used any internet based messaging. Really? You not? You've used Facebook messaging? Mm-hmm. Not really. No? Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody uses that or why it's a separate app that's the same enormous size as the Facebook app. It's only a separate app in your phone. If you're just on Facebook on your computer, no, it's just over on the side. And I use it occasionally when I'm just like killing time. <laughs> I'll just, I've, I've done that plenty with like during the Kickstarter mm-hmm. yeah. in the evening. I'm just like, okay, I'm good. Like I have an update. You know, I'm like $10 from an update. I told the story of calling. <laughs> Uh, uh, messaging Michael in the middle at like 11 o'clock at night. I'm drunk! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for this stupid update to happen. Somebody give me $10. <laughs> it's like going to bed. I mean, just stop just, drinking. I just chat with people here and there. Yeah. And just, you can see that they're on, they're online and I'll just pop in and say, oh, you know, I chatted with Beth a while, my, my artist, mm-hmm. a while back um, when she was in Florida at hurricane time. <laughs> I guess that only works if you're actually sitting and uh, using your computer with Facebook open, which I rarely do. Well, I have, I have this little business, mm-hmm. and I have people that I keep up with who are in similar businesses, and then I, I'm networking mm-hmm. all the time, so I do that more. Yeah, I can't imagine little. If I didn't, if I wasn't, if I wasn't designing, having to network on. If I wasn't designing, if I wasn't freelancing or designing games, I don't think I'd be on Facebook as much as I am. Yeah. I mean, my work is entirely on. Internet messaging, Skype, 
Yeah, live and stuff. die with Skype. Skype, Signal, uh, Hangouts. That's the majority of how I communicate with people, which is great because that means I don't have to talk to them. Yeah. Well, you you, you don't have, have to, you don't, don't have go to, to on you don't pants. go to the office. Yeah, I do. I have a wonderful office. It's beautiful. It's very it's comfortable. It's in your basement. I just <laughs> yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's it's an office. I just I upgraded mean, my you, monitors. I, I got a fourth have, monitor you now. You have to use those services in order to communicate with your 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 coworkers. Yeah, and the and my no, customers Mike, and the people. No, that Mike, work yeah. no, 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 Mike, you're saying it wrong. For someone who just a week or two ago said you'd love to be able to work from home, he doesn't have to do that. He gets to do. Amen that. to that, brother. Did I say have to? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I, I said he has to use the messenger service because he works at home. Yes. I didn't say he has to work at home. No, you're, but I'm saying he gets to use the messenger yes, service to. because he works at home. Do you know how much I love working at home? He has to use the messenger service because he gets to work at home. Nah, no, I you're just use phone your, calls. Uh, nah, I'm could, not I could just use that. email. Is this going to be what breaks our friendship? Is this going to be the, the, the <laughs> straw? Oh, so fun to watch. <laughs> watch. Watch a friendship melt down I've been right working on this for years. What was that sound? <laughs> that was the sound of a camel's back breaking. <laughs> As, as Craig stormed out of the room, because he's all angry. <laughs> but the word that Mike was using. Yeah. It probably will happen yeah, like that. Yeah. What, it'll, be- just, it'll just build well, quietly in the background, and neither one of us will notice, and then all of a sudden, yeah, one day, it'll boom. explode. Well, for two people who... Like, like a Yellowstone... For two people, for two people who are admittedly incredibly difficult... We'll wipe to, out the whole region. Who are incredibly difficult to offend... <laughs> that's true you know what what am i going to say to you that's so offensive that makes you stop being a friend with me or vice versa no it's going to be something stupid yeah. like you say you want to use the oxford comma but when you type that email <laughs> no it's effect not effect <laughs> affect not effect. <laughs> i actually got mad for a second there at the insinuation that i would forget to use the oxford comma <laughs> while you were saying that and like I, I felt the rage and, building. And Mike, that is why we are friends. Yes. And that's also how we're gonna end up not being friends. <laughs> we're gonna beat each other to death yeah. with an Oxford combo. <laughs> was. A, I'd use an exclamation. It was point. an accident. Longer sure, reach. it was. And I sure. And it I have, was. You know what? That's funny that you that you say that. I have finally decided that that yes, it is exclamation point. And why was I even debating it in my head all these years? As opposed to exclamation mark? Yes, because there there already is a mark, and there is no other point. It has to be point. Yes. <laughs> right? That's the reason, right? But it's a question mark. That question mark, exclamation point. Wow, I'm word glad, nerd? I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm glad we resolved this. <laughs> I won't lose any sleep over somebody who says exclamation mark, and, and I, I will know what you're talking about well, if you say that. Now it's going to drive me nuts whenever I hear it. <laughs> Which means we have to use it every single time we can. So, what, hap- what happened to Craig and Matthew? They never come on the podcast anymore. <laughs> their stupid exclamation mark. I'm sorry. What was at the end of that question you just asked me? That's right. It's an exclamation mark. And then a, or a question mark, an exclamation point. I can't even get it right making a joke. I'm going to call it a question point. Question point. Oh, yeah. that would drive you nuts. No, that I'll actually think is funny. Not after I, I may do that. Not after I use the phrase repeatedly whenever I refer, refer to that particular piece of punctuation for the rest of my life. Around only around you. Anyway, what's what else is news? <laughs> that, now, I'm, now I'm on board with that, with just using them backwards <laughs> regularly as long as it's consistent. The, the tangent 
is over. Did uh did anybody uh watch the Equifax briefing? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, so you saw yes. the woman dressed as the Monopoly guy in the background. That was genius. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags, yeah. yeah. Was absolutely <laughs> genius. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. What's Oh this? my gosh. <laughs> Wait, where what's his full name? He has a full name. Well, anyway. Mm. Yep, black top hat, bushy white mustache, uh monocle, wiping sweat from her forehead with a <laughs> dollar bill or hundred dollar bill or something. Yeah. Right there in the perfect spot too, so yes. you could see. Right right over the guy's left shoulder. Somebody planned that very, very, very good. Well, it was a protest. It was beautiful. It was um uh Oh, it's penny bags. I don't care about the protest. I just Uncle Milburn penny bags. The guy in jail. Yeah. In the jail corner of Monopoly is named Jake the Jailbird. Hmm. He has a name apparently. Yes, the uh the Monopoly guy was played by Amanda Werner of Americans for Financial Reform and Public Citizen. F that doesn't spell anything. Um who also handed out uh get out of jail free cards, I guess before and after. Um <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's what that was, in case you were wondering. What are they protesting? Uh uh, uh well, I think it's in the name. Financial reform and uh, public citizen no, that's not it. I'm reasonably certain it has to do with uh, the inordinate amount of control that the credit unions have over your life uh, the group the wants amount, to, and the amount of information they have on you. Wants to draw, I don't know, specifically it's uh, forced arbitration clauses that are used throughout the financial industry and limit consumers' ability to take disputes to court. That's awfully specific. <laughs> that, that, might be, that might be the thing they're gunning at right now. That's what it says the protest is about or okay. was about. So the organization is about a whole bunch of stuff, but that protest was focused oh, to sure. whatever. It was okay. hilarious, whatever it was. Yes. The picture alone was... was... I found out about it because uh, my one of my coworkers' friends works for Equifax in their PR department, so it's his job. It was his job to be watching this thing. So he saw it immediately and was like, oh my God, I have to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Great PR. <laughs> By the time by the time it got to me, it was all it was all over Twitter already. So I don't know if he was the first one to see it or not, but I imagine a bunch of people saw it mm-hmm. all at once. Like the guy sitting next to her? <laughs> or the behind her. <laughs> but not in front of her. Nope. That poor bastard. You know what? You Just know what? His testimony like if I was I don't know. like if, it's serious. If I was if I was the person <laughs> if I was the person sitting next to the person that does that kind of a thing. Yeah. I think, you know, if you're, you know, it's, and it's a quiet proceeding, it's like, you know, there's a dignity, dignified kind of thing that's supposed to be going on. You're just supposed to be listening to this hearing, the, the statement that's being given. I think that I'd look, I'd see it happening and I'd keep my cool, you know, initially, because I'd be like, oh, you know, this is like, you know, you don't want to bust out laughing in church, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I would probably do, because I know that in this day and age, this is going to go all over the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have fun with it and I would be sitting there and then I would do one of these. Now this this is a visual thing, but I'm going to describe it for everybody. Slowly look to my right, (laughs) see what's going on and then go. (laughs) 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 Even if I get thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth it. (laughs) Just, just be a huge part of the show. There's your 15 (laughs) seconds of viral fame. Or, or even better, you could be just sitting there, you know, doing the just pointing, just sitting there quietly, going, 
<laughs> the big grin on your face. <laughs> look, at, look at this guy. <laughs> or start miming what they're doing without the costume. The, you know, the, the mustache twirling that he was doing. <laughs> can anyway. I, can I borrow your monocle? <laughs> I need to read this thing. Just slowly reach over, take the top hat off, put it on my head. <laughs> Let it sit, sit there for 30 seconds, then reach over, put it back. Grab, grab her cane away from her and start twirling it. Yeah. Oh, and then when you get kicked out, then you do like a whole little kick line thing with the cane. Mm-hmm. You do a little dance routine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> what else you got? A drunk man arrested by cops in Wyoming this week says he had traveled back in time from the year 2048 to warn civilization about the imminent arrival of aliens. Oh, I thought this was going to be a Blade Runner thing. Because isn't that Blade Runner 2049? That's this weekend, yeah. 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 But first, a visit to the recent past. On Monday night, authorities in Casper received a call about a visibly drunk man. I love that. That means he's yeah. like falling uh-huh. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we claiming mean. to be from the future, according to KTWO, uh, officers arrived to find Bryant Johnson, warning that aliens would be coming next year and that people should leave as soon as possible. And we're going to leave gonna go? by yeah. Where? Uh, method. We, yeah. He claimed he was from Wyoming? the future. Just leave Wyoming. Um, <laughs> hard to say. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't that where that uh, where Devil's Tower is? We're getting Yeah, there. it is. Oh, okay. Hey. He claimed he was from the future. Johnson was so concerned about his mission to save humanity that he requested to speak to, quote, president of the town. <laughs> of Casper, Wyoming. <laughs> okay. Cops said Johnson had bloodshot eyes, slurred speech, and a blood alcohol reading that exceeded legal limits. But the alleged time traveler had a perfectly logical explanation. The only way aliens could send him back in time was to fill his body with alcohol and make him stand on a giant pad. (laughs) (laughs) He was arrested nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Strange things have been afoot as of late in America's least populous and popular state. Just a few weeks ago in Crook County, Wyoming, not even 200 miles from Casper, the first annual Devil's Tower UFO Rendezvous was held. Devil's Tower, of course. How is that only the first? (laughs) It's the first time it was called that. It's been 40 years. How is that only Mm -hmm. the first? You're stealing the thunder, man. Devil's Tower, of course, is the rock formation in the center of Steven Spielberg's 1977 alien classic, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which will celebrate its 40th anniversary in November. Because Owing everything more is having... to yeah. Mike's theory that everything cool happens on, on years that end in sevens. Seven. <laughs> That's yeah. why we see so many anniversaries. Um, the festival featured a parade, a costume contest, and a slate this of speakers. This year is like full anniversary. Yeah. That included UFO investigators, people who claim to have been abducted, and others who have studied the possibility of extraterrestrial life. On the western side of the state, the earthquake swarm that has been uh, rocking the Yellowstone National Park supervolcano since June Callback. Uh-huh. is now one of the Ten longest such swarms ever recorded. In a span of three and a half months, over 2,500 earthquakes have been recorded, causing many to worry about an eruption of the supervolcano. Um, and guess what? We're... We are all dead. Yeah. If yeah. that goes off. Yeah, that thing blows. Everybody on the planet dies. Yep. Experts have said, really? though. Yes. yes. Hmm. Experts have said, though, that the earthquake is uh, in no way indicate the earthquakes in no way indicate that an eruption is imminent. Yeah. Like what else are they going to tell us? It's not clear <laughs> if the localized flurry of alien speculation and Yellowstone earthquake swarm are connected. But the truth is out there. Oh, boo. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. If Yellowstone blows. 
bad things happen. I thought it was just the entire like middle two thirds of the United States was effed. Nuclear no. winter. Yeah. Fallout. Block the sun. Yep. We're all dead. Okay. Yep. We all freeze to death. Yep. Dead, dead, dead. It kind of sucks. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite songs from the Mr. Hankey's Christmas classics. Dead, dead, dead. dead. Someday <laughs> you'll be dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. Everyone you know, dead. We can play that later. <laughs> Christmas in October. <laughs> or we just wait till Christmas. Eh, we'll forget. I think that's my second favorite song. My first is, of course, Swiss Colony Beef Log. <laughs> Which we have played on the on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> Matthew's just staring at me like, what are you talking about? Swiss Colony Beef Log. Yeah. That's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> A roly-poly colonized beef log lady. <laughs> Makes the little ones scream and shout. <laughs> I think we have to play Swiss Colony Beef Log again sometime. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, that's not what I grew up learning about Christmas, but <laughs> oh. I'm sure I could expand my worldview. Grandma! Yeah. <laughs> Don't give the whole thing away. Grandma saves the day. Well, Spoil- she always does. Spoilers. She always does. That's why she's grandma. <laughs> uh, Callback. Um, follow-up news. Sure. Um, hey, Matthew, have you heard of this uh, movie that they made about the Chappaquiddick incident? Chappaquiddick. <laughs> Starring some Australian guy as Teddy. And then um, oh, <laughs> Ed Helms and Jim Gaffigan as his, like, the two guys that help him cover it up. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Apparently, Variety loved it. Well, I, I didn't know those Yeah, two guys could act like that, especially Hot Pocket, dude. Yeah. Although I love him. Um, so anyway, it, it didn't occur to me until after we did this a f- couple of weeks ago. The connection. That was in nineteen the summer of 1969, because it was the same weekend as the moon landing. Okay. Um, and he... he infamously wore a, a neck bra- a fake neck brace to mm-hmm. the, her funeral and um <laughs> it says in here uh <laughs> he gives a written statement to the press that's full of contradictions and his de- decision to wear a neck brace to Mary Joe Kopechny's funeral where he somehow has no trouble turning his neck around <laughs> becomes an iconic advertisement for his guilty conscience everyone's probably seen the pictures of him with it and it says the neck brace looks uh just like the prop it is um <laughs> who who here watched the Brady bunch I know, I yeah. know. You know exactly where I'm exactly going with this? I know exactly what happens, yes. <laughs> threw, the beef, threw the briefcase flat on the floor. Made the guy Mike. whip his head around. Yep. Mike Brady. Mike Brady threw Tricked his brief... the guy. Ha ha ha. Mrs. Carol Brady had been in an accident well, with somebody. Well, Fender Bender. That's, That's the name right. of the, the episode, yeah. Fender Benders. And was getting sued by somebody who had whiplash. Mr. Dugan. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he was faking He it. showed up at the at the... the in court wearing a neck brace. Whereas previously they had talked to him afterwards and he was fine. Right. He was making it all up. So Mike threw so, his briefcase onto the floor in the courtroom flat. Wham. Bam. And he snaps his neck around. Snapped around, snapped his head around. And, and the judge immediately finds in Carol's favor. Speaking of judges that made snap decisions. But that was in, that was in, uh, what year that was in, but that was only like a couple of years later. And I Googled this and I couldn't find it. Do you think that that was some kind of weird inside Thing, or was it just a coincidence? I think I think somebody throws something on the floor in a courtroom to get a whiplash victim to snap their head around every week in this country. <laughs> I think there are that many people that are out to make a fast buck that there mm-hmm. is somebody trying to disprove an but, injury. But 45 every years ago? Single week. Absolutely. Okay. 
Absolutely. People are crap. You know this. What do you what do you, what, <laughs> what is it? We have twenty percent of the world's lawyers and eighty percent of the world's litigations. Something like that. Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. You've never heard this. I don't think so. Prepare prepare to be amazed. Oh Lord. <laughs> Stockings are hung on the chimney And the presents are under the tree And mama's in the kitchen Making some herbal tea The windows are covered with frost And the candles are all alight But as I wander through this quiet house Something just doesn't seem right the neighbors bring us a Swiss curling beef leg, but the neighbors aren't around, around, around. There's no beef leg to be found this year. No beef leg. Christmas isn't Christmas without a Swiss curling. Without the cheeses and meats, I don't think I can get along. Mother tries to comfort me. She says, Here, son, have some eggnog. <laughs> but I fucking hate eggnog, seriously. <laughs> what do I This see? is where it turns all meatloaf. <laughs> yep. Underneath the tree. Grandma got a switch. I was waiting for you to say it. Come on. <laughs> anyway, it's hilarious. He is... says he says sweet at the end. Oh. You cut it off. Oh, sorry. Uh, what else is That's what hilarious. else is news? What else is news? <laughs> that reminds me of the the Snoopy Suppertime song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Remember he's sitting there. He's he's looking at his bowl and it's empty and he starts thinking he's about to die because Charlie Brown has forgotten to bring him dinner. Is this in the the Peanuts Christmas? Special? I don't know. Not no, the it's Christmas, not just Christmas. Just a just a regular oh, it's just one. A, yeah. Oh, okay. And he's just they did a lot of specials. He's, he's going off and just moping, and he's you know how he's going to die, and then he turns around and Charlie Brown's just like, I've been standing here for five minutes waiting to give you dinner, and then he bursts into his supper time happiness. And he dances. He does the Snoopy dance. Oh. Yes, the Snoopy dance. Where his feet are. Your ears are. His ears are in his head straight up. You see the underside of his chin. Yeah. I have uh, one more follow-up news, uh-huh. and just to bring us back to present day, in case the listeners were wondering whether or not they were listening to the current episode. No, it's not Christmas. It's October. Um, yeah, Christmas in October. And uh, bringing us back to fall and uh, Halloween season, um, officials evacuated a Baltimore school Thursday afternoon after hazardous materials crews were called for a strange odor. Remember the story a few months ago about anal tech, about mm-hmm. how a, a truck had driven through the wall of a building and created a hole out of which a foul odor came mm-hmm. and on the building was the name of the company a-n-a-l-t-e-c-h Analtech. Analtech. 
Yeah, an Altec. Yeah, it's they pronounced like Analrapist. That's right. They made like some kind of uh, X-ray plates or something. Gotcha for yeah. MRIs or something like that. Um. Well, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, kind of a similar thing. The school was evacuated because uh, of a strange odor. Anyone care to guess what that odor, uh, uh, what the source of the odor was? Uh, I don't know. Here in the fall times. Pumpkin spice something? It was a pumpkin spice air freshener. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice sucks. Mm-hmm. Worst mm-hmm. of the Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> two students and three adults were taken to the hospital with unknown injuries. Pumpkin, what? Pumpkin spice overdose. Yeah, dozens of students were triaged at the scene. <laughs> now, I thought that the 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 hatred of pumpkin spice due to its or was due to its uh it, because it's everywhere now. It's overdone, right? I... Not because it's actually bad. No, I am angered by its ubiquity. Right. Right. Well, apparently, um, these people almost died because they smelled it. <laughs> I'll, and, uh, yeah, no, this is, this is what happens when people Bre- completely overreact in, when children in too, are involved. Breathe in too much pumpkin spice fumes. <laughs> do, we need, do you need to get a sensor in your house? <laughs> like for carbon monoxide? <laughs> well, no, but you can smell pumpkin spice. But pumpkin spice. Yeah. The uh, school president is not convinced. However, he he he's he thinks it uh, might have just been a burned out light bulb. <laughs> Still, though, why are you calling nine one one and taking people to the hospital and triaging them in the streets and evacuating the school if it's just a burned out light bulb? Mike, people call nine one one because they can't find the remote. People I'm call nine one one because they they lost their drugs or their yeah. their drug deal went yeah. bad and they got cheated. Yeah, I know they call it for all kinds of stupid reasons they call 911 because they're but this this isn't their dog got loose. this is the city of baltimore this is solve your own problem. that explains it well i know but th- i'm not saying it's it's not well, a trailer park baltimore <laughs> if you've watched the wire you shouldn't be surprised that this happened <laughs> yeah that city's filled with turds <laughs> everybody that lives there is just terrible well half the cops are dirty half that's being generous mm-hmm. Um, hey, did you hear the news from Hollywood? Turns out that Harvey Weinstein is a giant predator. Really? <laughs> Surprise. Oh, really? and everyone's <laughs> known about it for 25 years, but it didn't come out until now because why? Uh, because he's incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. So the, the power has begun to, to slip from his grasp. Well, here's the thing. We pointed this out a little while back. Um, hey, look, you're here now. Yeah. 30 Rock <laughs> has been taken the... the, the taking a jab at people like this. Oh, yeah, Bill Cosby. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, here's the clip. This is uh, a, a guy who can impersonate Bill Cosby calling Tracy to make to get convince Tracy to come back to the show. To come back to the TGS for the people who like the jokes and the things. I could not find an actual audio clip of the bit about Harvey Weinstein, so I will read it to you. Oh, <laughs> on from 30 Rock? Yeah, 30 Whoa. Rock has been nailing these people with Ooh. their jokes 
All so for years. Okay. Prosecutors <laughs> in Los Angeles County or wherever Hollywood is, you need to go back and just watch Thirty Rock. Put some put yeah. some uh some, we're, we're some getting interns there. we're getting there. on Netflix and what or or well, I guess they have to buy the DVDs now because didn't they right. come off of Netflix and just watch Thirty Rock Thirty Rock right um. This is a line spoken by Jenna, who is the uh, she's a character. She, she she acts on the show within the show. She's mm-hmm. a she's a diva. Wants to be famous. Is willing to do whatever it takes. And she's a bit of a sexual deviant. And she's hilarious on uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay, but we're talking about Thirty Rock, right? Yeah, now. I know. Who's the actress? Um, uh, Jane Krakow- Jane Krakowski. Krakowski. Yeah. Okay. And she said, and I'll try to read this in her, with her inflection. I can't do her voice, but I'll do her inflection. <laughs> this will be Craig doing Jane Krakowski on 30 Rock. I turned down intercourse with Harvey Weinstein on no less than three occasions out of five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that makes me wonder if the next news coming out is going to be about Mickey Rourke. Because Mickey Rourke gets Uh-oh. a jab every season of the show. Huh. Four? For the same thing, thing for things in they're the in the same, same field. Okay. Um. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna here's here's all the here's all of the all, all of Jenna's Mickey Rourke references from the show. How many seasons? Seven seasons. Okay. It's not a terribly long clip. They 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 do like one in, one a season, roughly. I'm gonna have to reinvent you, break you down completely, and build you up from scratch. Just like Mickey Rourke did to me sexually. We need to talk about what you did. Well, you know what they say, boys. If you can't stand the heat, get off of Mickey Rourke's sex grill. Mickey Rourke wants to take me camping. Deal breaker, Jenna. God. Your new vibe is a double-edged sword. Much like the kind Mickey Rourke tried to kill me with. No, Liz. Don't test it. Especially this early in a relationship. It's like when Mickey Rourke tested his catapult on me. Wow. I was almost listening. Next, you'll tell me Mickey Rourke catapulted you into the Hollywood sign. The only show I've ever been on that got a 10-2 is when Mickey Rourke threw me onto the field during the Super Bowl. Obviously, I'm thrilled. Jay Mo, these are for Mickey Rourke. No, Tracy, put them down! Now they're covered with spiders. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, Hazel. But you made the same mistake Mickey Rourke made on that catamaran. You didn't kill me when you had the chance. Wow. <laughs> He's in a really bad place. Like when Mickey Rourke... Okay, I can't do this anymore. I've never met Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> she says that looking into the camera in the, la- in the final season, wow. one of the last episodes. She's goes up on her Mickey Rourke thing. I can't do this anymore. I've never met Mickey Rourke. <laughs> What's up with Mickey Rourke's catapult? There were two of those. Yeah. That's the same episode, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm not sure. There were more than seven. There was like <clears throat> nine or ten. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, roughly once. Anyway. At least once. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So that's it. There's there's nobody else that we can suspect. I'd have to go back and watch the show again. Okay. I knew I knew about the Harvey Weinstein thing was in there because I had always kind of been like, mm, that guy looks like a scumball. Um, <laughs> but that's just me being judgmental. And uh, the Rick, the Mickey Rourke thing, of course, is recurring. Yeah. Um, but they, I mean, they take jabs at various people. It's just that, you know, those are instances where. It gets a little dark, you know, mm-hmm. where he starts talking about his aunt in Cincinnati in 1971. <laughs> the waitress mm. with the droopy eye. I mean, they like, like <laughs> the, it's a comedy, no, no, so I know. they make the jokes. But, the, you know, the thing is that it's like, it gets awfully specific. It like points out like, you, you know, it's from earlier in his career, mm-hmm, right. even. It's a long time ago. It's like... <laughs> 
hey bill we know you've been doing this for yeah and my, my, my understanding is that it is the worst kept secret in stand-up circles like every stand-up it comedian, was. Yeah. yeah every stand-up comedian knew i had heard that, that bill cosby was that, doing that, that stuff all the stand-ups all knew. along but nobody said anything because he was bill cosby could bill crush cosby. you right and harvey weinstein can crush you yeah but apparently not anymore well people are deciding that they're willing to take the risk and get out there and and you know, if they're going to get crushed, they're going to get crushed because they're not going to put up with it anymore. It makes me wonder what's going to happen with the child abuse, the pedophilia, pedophilia thing, allegations the... that have come out of Corey Feldman and and uh, Frodo. Frodo, yeah, that's right. Frodo's big into, <laughs> into talking, talking about that. It's, and a question yet of, still, it's a question of when names are going to get named. He still works on BBC America. So? Dirk Gently's awesome. No, no, season I'm, two is coming up soon. I'm, no, I'm saying he's he's still he's not he hasn't yeah, been blackballed. He's doing just fine. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? Or are we jumping on? Uh, jumping he also ship has here? probably hasn't named names. <laughs> are we jumping ship here? Uh, do we want to? Let's jump a shark. <laughs> we did we did that in like episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. So did anybody see the uh, the Star Wars thing that hopefully is still on YouTube? Uh, regarding a dentist and uh, some creative uh, no. video editing. Uh-oh. No. Yeah. So uh, there's this dentist. He wants to be a dentist. <laughs> as long as we're in the Christmas theme. <laughs> so now this guy's uh, Doc Abernathy from okay. J.S. Abernathy Dental in J- Jonesboro, Arkansas. <laughs> Has uh, spliced together some footage from uh, Star Wars. Right. Or for from, those of you born after our generation, uh, episode four, A New Hope. Okay. Right. <laughs> or as, as we all know it, Star, Star Wars, Wars, because that's what it was called. Um, <laughs> in the opening crawl, no less. I, well, no episode four, A New Hope. In the theater, that's true. Continue. Anyway. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's had his... Uh, pedant. It's pedant, his... pedant. 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 Better than a pederist. I suppose. Speaking of Hollywood. That got dark quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this 30 Rock? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but Matthew's got a droopy eye. <laughs> so he's got this uh, uh, He's got this dental practice in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. Uh-huh. And apparently he's the only one in his region that knows how to do laser root canal surgery. It's he's ooh, also the only new... dentist in Arkansas. <laughs> no, that would be a West Virginia joke, but thanks for trying. <laughs> West Virginia, they bring him in every year. Mike, what's, what's a toothbrush called in West Virginia, Craig? No, no, it, that, you messed up the joke. Yeah. It was invented in West Virginia. Why can be called... why can be why can we be reasonably certain that the toothbrush was, was invented not. was invented in, in West Virginia? Because if it had in, oh, been invented right. anywhere right. else, else, it would be called the toothbrush. <laughs> Although I'm from Georgia now. Technically, I guess I should say that about Alabama. Alabama, yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be, yeah, one, that'd be the go-to. Having having lived in briefly in South Carolina before I I moved over to Georgia, I'm still twenty years later absolutely astounded that Georgia makes fun of Alabama and not South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> How much time have you spent in Alabama? Uh, well, I did eventually go there, and, and then I saw the reason. Yeah. Anyway, Ar- getting back to Arkansas, <laughs> which sure. is who Alabama makes fun of. <laughs> they just jump right over Mississippi, huh? 
I married Mississippi, so I can't make fun of Mississippi. Your wife's in Missi- from Mississippi. She's from the fashionable north end of the capital city of Jackson, Mississippi. And she's the Mrs. fashionable north end. She's Mrs. Sol- <laughs> she's Mrs. Solhoff. Yes, she is. What? She's yeah. She was Mississippi, <laughs> but now she's Mrs. Solhoff. Oh okay. no, she would have been Miss Mississippi. Miss yeah, or Ms. Mississippi, or just Hey you. I. I... <laughs> Anyhow, I, I, the I single lone dentist gotcha. in Arkansas, <laughs> who also is the only dentist in the region, I don't know if that means the south or the southeast or what, that uses this brand new fancy highfalutin uh, laser uh, root, canal. root canal. Okay, cool. Technique where they specifically target, specifically, can you see where I'm going with this in Star Wars? So he, his son, who went to uh, college for... Uh, uh well he 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 knows the video editing and and so okay so he has a mac and he knows how to use <laughs> the software that comes with it but anyway this is actually really well done okay and uh we're going to we're just going to play it and we're going to talk about it just so i can see and um and you will recognize a lot of this but we will have to narrate for you It is imperative that we clear this large and growing area of infection before it causes any more damage and pain to the patient. So this is the In order pilot briefing. This, we must find a way to maneuver down the root canal opening, around the first curve where the canal narrows, and then around the second curve where the canal is microscopic in size. Only after doing this can we reach the main areas of infection and adequately treat the tooth. That's impossible, even for a computer. It's not impossible. You may not be able to do it with your old-fashioned drills and root canal files, but I can do it with pips. Lasers aren't just for X-wings anymore. With my pips machine, I can navigate the curves in that canal as easily as I used to bullseye womp rats back home. Plus, it's gentler, more precise, and far more efficient than traditional procedures. Then man your pips. So, why he's wearing a... Hawaiian shirt that, yeah, that looks like, like a Tommy Bahama shirt. Yeah, it's fun. And so now they're he's in the X-wing, still wearing the Tommy Bahama shirt, yes. and Doctor, not strapped in at all. No helmet. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I just don't need them. Instead of scraping around inside the root, lasers gently <laughs> clean out the canal with pulses of light. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, Han. Thanks to Pips, root canal treatments are easier and more efficient than ever before. Hey, Pips! It's on the targeting screen. Yeah. Now here we are at the awards uh, ceremony. He walks in. He's gonna. Get now, him now he's got a blazer. He on. does have a coat on, so yeah. it's formal. They basically they've replaced Luke Skywalker with this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's where Chewie's medal went. This guy gets it. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, likes what she uh-huh. sees. <laughs> There's no more need to fear root canal treatment. Laser dentistry is faster, less invasive, and much more comfortable than with traditional drills and files. Check out Han's move well here. Fix this insurmountable <laughs> problem from the dark side. You all may have the force, but I have pips. So dental patients everywhere can spend a lot less time worrying and a lot more time celebrating. Uh-oh, what's this? Special. Uh-oh. 
It's B. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> this is not the celebration I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so they they put him in there at one of the tables. They even made him look crappy like the rest of the. Yeah. They missed out on Chewie's roar at the end, at the at the at the very end of the ceremony. Chewie. Mm-hmm. No, they sh- they showed they it. They show him doing it, but they they cut the sound. They, and they cut should the have sound. had him do it, and the guy should have said, "You should get that looked at." Uh-huh. That's that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like Chewie's just yawning. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's bored. Yeah, listening to some dentist talk, talk about, about pips. pips. <laughs> All right, Matthew. My Christian name doesn't... was Pilip and my given name was Philip, and but all I could make out was Pip. How's that go? I don't know. Of course, he doesn't hire any stormtroopers for that procedure. No, they'd all miss. <laughs> He'll come in, there's blast marks all over the office. Well, that's... <laughs> I've seen the joke recently, too, where it's a stormtrooper firing a... Rifle at a red shirt from Star Trek. (laughs) Stormtrooper shoots, misses, Richard dies Dies anyway. anyway. (laughs) Matthew, what did you want to talk about here? Uh, The uh, NFL controversy. Whoa. NFL controversy? Yeah, you know. What? Well, I... That would be the, the National Football League yes, NFL? Yes, the National The one League. run by the ginger ape himself, <laughs> yes, Roger Goodell. Professional yeah. tackle-style American football? Yes. Gridiron, as they call it around the yeah. world. I mean, I'm, you, you guys are aware of the controversy, right? What, uh, what, uh, do we want to talk about that on this you, happy well, I mean, this comedy is, what you, Why don't you enlighten podcast? us and get ready to mute him if we need to? Okay. Go. <laughs> I just assumed you were muting me. Just go. Oh. <laughs> well, and in, in, in keeping in line with uh, with Mike's belief that everything great happens in a year that ends in seven. <laughs> okay. It's not a belief. It's fact. <laughs> it's a fact. It's being proven every Fair day. Fair enough. It was exactly 30 years ago. What? That the NFL Players Union went on strike. Oh, the oh, 1987 the, Packers, the, the, the Union yeah. strike. Yeah. I remember that. Right, yeah. Right. Remember the scab year? <laughs> Where we uh, had some uh, replacement players for part oh, of the yeah, season. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. We had... Uh, Wasn't there an abbreviated season also? Well, they had... Uh, it was a see- shortened season, and mm-hmm. some of the games were played by scabs. Yeah. Yeah, week three was canceled, so they only had a 15-game regular season. And then weeks four, five, and six were, were played by the scabs. Uh, and, and- a lot of them came from, uh, see, the Montreal Canadiens, their football team, they had one. This, this uh, is the mantled. this is the the this is the football that's played on a larger field. Canadian, yeah, because Canadian it's Canada; football. they yeah. got more space. Yeah. That's right, they do, and it really doesn't matter because no one watches them anyway. <sighs> but they're nice about it. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. So the yeah, you had the uh, so nice it's almost apologetic. <laughs> the uh, they had leftover players, and then the USFL. Remember that disaster of a <laughs> the, the, uh, that attempt, right? Uh huh. That had uh, disbanded another field two years prior. So they had people that were they had people, but then there was also people who, <laughs> who, had, who had played at at least played a tough football game within the last couple of years, were maybe in okay shape. No. Well, there was this one guy, Todd Schlopley. Okay, <laughs> he was a cinematographer. What? He never played football before. He never played football after, but he was a place kicker for the Bills. <laughs> well, hey. Wow. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. 
Well, why is a the, cinematographer would be good at no 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 just as a tough spot to fill kickers yeah. accurate yeah. kickers that's a tough that's a yeah. tough uh, yeah. position to fill on a team well, especially in the bills when all the lost... good, when all the good ones are out because <laughs> they're on strike and you got to go know. like you got to start roping up like you know soccer players and yeah and just anybody yeah. that happens he to was be half, one halfway decent cinematographer yeah. though yeah but who cares I mean you just <laughs> like he, was, this, yeah. he had some kick skills now, did, he, I, did he smoke on the field I wouldn't doubt like, it. <laughs> but I re- I remember watching the the football during during this time because it was just it was it was horrible. It was the scab games were were almost like the bad news bears plays the Washington Generals. <laughs> it was terrible. You know, I I missed this. I I abandoned uh, uh football for the majority of the mid to late eighties and returned upon um the Packers getting halfway decent again. Right. What, who, so what, I, te- what team were well, you watching this, at the time? Well, you know, the Falcons went 3-12 and 12 that year, uh, which <laughs> was pretty much well, normal was, for the Falcons. But, who was winning games? Well, okay. the uh, <laughs> Were there games that both teams lost? Just, <laughs> it's funny you mention that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Because uh, well, you're, you're nerd-burgering me. I don't yeah, really I know much about this at all. Uh, the, the reigning Super Bowl champs from 86 were the New York Giants. And what really sucked for them is they went 0-3 in the uh, replacement games and lost their chance to go to the to go to the playoffs. Because, <laughs> because they the, went on strike. Because the, the, the wow. replacement games counted. Now, uh, there was one game. It was... Uh, By the way, they're 0-4 right now. Yeah, I know. As of this recording. It's great. Uh, <laughs> almost 30 years ago today. Actually, what what's the date on Wednesday? Uh listeners please call in and tell us what day it is today no i want to know what day it is on wednesday the 11th ah okay all right back 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 30 years ago tomorrow okay will be the 30th anniversary of the <laughs> is that how that works yeah it's it's how the math works the, the, <laughs> I'm telling you the sevens man the raiders and broncos played a monday night game and dan deardorff who was a rookie on Monday Night Football in the 87 season. That was the year they brought him to join Al Michaels and Frank Gifford. Dan Deardorff. Yeah. With his lift. <laughs> he couldn't stand Dan Deardorff. But he made one comment that I've never forgotten. And he said, you know, in some games, you're you're sorry that someone has to lose. Tonight, I'm sorry someone has to win. Wow. <laughs> um. Hey, Mike, you don't remember it at all. I'm going to ask, uh, ask you, what do you think... How do you think the Packers did that year? <laughs> um, during the time that I wasn't watching them because they were absolutely okay, okay. terrible. Here's a couple. Here's some hints. Wait, how many games did they play? They then? played 14? Fif- 15 games. Fifteen. Okay, okay. I'm going to say Forrest, they were. Forrest Greg was three the and coach. twelve. <laughs> oh. That was the Falcons. Um, well, I'll say this: if it hadn't been for the replacement players going two and one. They would have been three and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The replacement players won sixty seven percent of their games. And the, the the rest of the team uh tanked us out at five, nine, and one. <laughs> to take and this says something about our division at the time, to take third place <laughs> in the division at five, nine, and one. Who was in fourth place? No, 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 Mike. This is before teams got shuffled around. Who was in fourth place and in fifth place? What the Buccaneers were still a member of the division. Oh, that never made any sense. No. 
Other than they had Bay. They were in an ex- no, they were an expansion team and they had to get added somewhere. They shuffled all that up later. But thank you, Lions and Buccaneers, for going wow. four and eleven for the season. <laughs> tied for <laughs> Is it tied for fourth place or fifth place? How's that? That would right? be tied for fourth, fourth place. place. Yeah. The Bears actually uh Well, they were two years off. This is two years off Super the Super Bowl. Bowl win, so they still had some good players. They were eleven and four. Wow. Okay, and the Vikings and, Vikings and the Vikings the barely eked out a winning record, eight and seven. Ah, but yeah, f- five, nine, and one. I always love ties. Mm-hmm. Yes, that oh. was back when you could tie before you couldn't before you could again. Right, right. Yeah, now you can tie. It just takes a lot longer to do so. <laughs> but yeah, there were there were seven turnovers in this game. There was like sixteen <laughs> penalties. There that's, was uh, three hundred and ten yards of passing. That's not that unusual. There's like I. Uh, Turnovers, maybe that's more than average now, but I bet penalties is way more than 16. Yeah, but there was 310 yards passing combined. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, you know, the, that was pretty much uh, football was just running. There was 300. They hadn't invented the forward pass yet. There was in 306 yards of rushing. Had they? Combined. 300 and how many? Six. It okay, was bad. So. It was bad. I remember, I, I remember watching this game from my room and. It was it was like a a car wreck, a train wreck. You just could not look away. It was so bad. Was the, it like the play was horrible? Keystone cops yes. chasing after fumbles. And, and here's here's the funny thing: uh, the Broncos, who ended up winning the game, they went to go play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, and uh, and and here's here's the beauty: the Broncos was our tie from that year. They were as good as the Packers. <laughs> we tied them in overtime in Game Two. 17 apiece. That was the tie. That yeah. was the tie. We yeah. tied the, the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl winners. Or losers. Or Super Bowl losers. losers. But they went to the Super Still. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the, looking be- at, the Looking at game. these points totals, I'm like, yeah, oh, it's hilarious. We lost with 10 points. We lost with 12 points. We lost with 10 points. It's like, yeah, yep, those aren't close those, games. Those are the Packers from the 80s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the best that game. Randy Wright. Was the, the, when Randy did, White? When no, did, he was on. When did we score 34 points? Against the Lions, well, of course. <laughs> who scored 33 against us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, the, the best game was the last Monday night football game, and this was played after they had ended the strike, but you know they, they still had to play the game. And it was uh, the Redskins against the Cowboys. Okay. Now, the Cowboys... Classic, classic matchup, yes. uh, both in history and in professional football. The Cowboys actually maintained a lot of their players. Right. Yeah. Cowboys and Red Indians. <laughs> wow. Somehow we need to get we need to get a uh, a NFL MLB mashup where the uh, Dallas Cowboys go and play the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. We can have that for real. But they have to play hockey. I'm, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna. Well. Hmm. I was gonna say I would basketball. I, I bet a million dollars the. The Cowboys win. No, you know what I want to see? They <laughs> but, don't if, play, but if it's hockey, they don't play, like, no, mm, they don't yeah. play another sport. They play two games. They play one football game and one baseball, baseball game. game. Oh, oh, wow, that's great. That would be funny. We need to make this happen. Yes, we do. We'll have a football game that's like 98 to 3. Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on. No. Three digits. It goes over 100. There's only so much time well, in a football you, game. You do know the highest scoring football game in history yes uh that would be georgia tech mm-hmm. winning against who cares cumberland in 1916 <laughs> and the score was uh, 222 to nothing 222 to nothing yeah there was not a single forward pass nor a first down <laughs> georgia tech scored a touchdown within three plays on every drive <laughs> wow 
That I, that's that I didn't know. Do you know what Heisman said? He was our coach. <laughs> what he said at halftime. He said, "Be careful, guys. We don't know what they have up their sleeves." <laughs> we were up at 128 to nothing, and the other team stayed for the entire time. Oh yeah. Well, if they didn't play, they would have to forfeit the the money. Yeah. And it was 500. Oh, bucks. they were getting paid. Okay. Yeah. It was 500. No, they were going to have to pay 500 bucks for oh. canceling the game. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. Yeah. 500 bucks in uh, 1960 1960 is a lot of money. They were were making people play their game, a penalty of a lot of money, 101 years ago in college because of the advertising. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I thought that they, not only did they not have money back then, but that they wouldn't have figured out how to, to turn it into money. It's just college, right? They can't even manage to do that now. Well, some colleges can. <laughs> well, you know, there were people that were tied up and had the radio rights, and, you know, there was all the <laughs> merchandising. <laughs> yeah, no. The no. play-by-play went out over Telegraph. <laughs> no, I want to hear the play-by-play for they games like that. It. It's going to be like, and he's at the 50, down to the 40. <laughs> he's going to have that transatlantic <laughs> yeah. accent that you hear in the newsreels doing the, doing the play-by-play. Did they that even, was a humdinger of a hit. <laughs> I bet they abandoned the play-by-play at some point. They actually, they actually shortened the game. Two. Uh, I don't think they they played the whole. They only played half of the fourth quarter. And then what happened? I think there's a mercy rule that kicks in at 220 <laughs> points. <laughs> they, call, they called the game on account of suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. I don't. I don't buy there was any uh, such a thing as a mercy rule. In 1916. No, I don't think there was either. I think the other team just walked off the field. Uh, but the the last Monday night game was... Uh, well, you had to the, keep playing for the war effort <laughs> at that point. And, uh, and not to have to give them the $500, which in 2017 money is like $3 billion. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it would bankrupt the whole school. It would. Probably whatever state they were from. Cumberland? Where was that? Tennessee. Okay. Because Cumberland is kind of a... That's a name that's used everywhere around yes. the south of, end of the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. We don't need the mall. <laughs> what year was that? 1916. <laughs> it's the Cumberland Mall tenants. It's $11,800 today. <laughs> oh, jeez. But the, uh, the last Monday night game, uh, so the Cowboys actually ma- maintain a lot of their star players. That didn't that they crossed the picket line, of course, because they're they are and always have been dirty. Yes, <laughs> the Redskins were the only team that did not have a single regular player stick around. Wow. Okay. They beat the Cowboys thirteen to seven on Monday night football, nice. and that was take the that, take that Dallas. Yeah. It, that was the inspiration behind the movie The, the Replacements movie. Yep. with Gene Hackman uh, and Keanu Reeves. Uh, now, guess who ended up winning the Super Bowl? Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves. The Redskins. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. they won the Super Bowl that year. Of course, now, the other... Uh, <clears throat> is that the Art Monk era? The Joe Theismann Art Monk? Yeah. De- so. Defeating the Denver Broncos. Correct. Yeah. John Elway. That was his second straight Super Bowl loss. Oh. I'm so happy that the Packers were able to give him his final Super Bowl. Win. I'm glad the Falcons were able to give him his first, but... Yes. Uh, <laughs> Now, the, the other thing that was going on this year uh, was the Bo Jackson and Brian Bosworth 
You guys Bos- remember any Bosworth? of that? Bosworth, oh man. Remember, Bo was the uh, Heisman Trophy from Auburn, and Boz was the linebacker from uh, Oklahoma. And um, you know, Boz was the evil character, the you know, essentially the wrestler of uh, he football. was the heel. Yeah, in wrestling and, terms, and, he was the heel, and Bo the was the angel. You know, everybody thought Bo was awesome. Well, it was uh, that was the night that they had their first real Match. interaction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bo had a uh, 91-yard touchdown run. That's the second largest and longest in NFL history. And that's the one where he ran through the end zone, through the back of the stadium, and down the tunnel. You ever watch like three Forrest points? Gump? Yes, <laughs> he did. And if you watch it, it's because he is running so fast he can't slow down. I mean, it's wow. He it's you watch that replay and it is he puts a stiff arm on one guy that I still think is feeling it. But that's when... Uh, Imagine if they had like a human growth hormone and all that blood doping and that stuff that they do now, back then, how fast he would have been going. Oh, yeah. Bo Jackson was a freak of nature. But uh, that was the one where uh, where Bo just bowled over Boz in the end zone. <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> threw him away like, like yesterday's like underwear. A, a cardboard stand-up. Yes. yes. It was awesome. <laughs> But I still remember remember to this day, you know. Normally it's it's a shame when someone has to lose tonight. <laughs> I feel sorry that somebody has to win. <laughs> we sh- we should watch one of uh Bosworth's many excellent um movies that he's done. The the one? <laughs> uh well, he's got 22 acting credits. <laughs> Look, you're thinking of one that actually was I'm trying good. to remember. Can, there was there was one. We could watch Stone Cold one. or Midnight Heat or One Tough Bastard or Lawless. He had a pilot. They almost gave that guy a TV show. I think it's the same movie. <laughs> it's kind of like a Nicolas Cage movie. It's the same thing. They just put another title on it. And he does 22 of them a year. Yes. Yeah. He guest starred a few times. He was on one of the CSIs. He was on Nash Bridges. But I felt it was appropriate yep. to bring up the NFL controversy. Okay, well, thank you for bringing up that NFL controversy and not the other one. <laughs> you mean the one where Joe th- uh, Joe Namath wore pantyhose? What? Hey, he was Hollywood Joe. Really? You don't know that? Why did he wear pantyhose? He did a commercial oh. for pantyhose, and, and the punchline was if they can make these legs look good. Oh, okay. I rem- yeah, I think I've actually seen he, that. That yeah. dude knew how to market himself. Oh, heck yeah. Because <laughs> if, if you look at his statistics, he was not that, that good. No, he got he had a, the one Super Bowl. He had a Super Bowl, and uh, mostly was just kind of, he was, he was a personality. He was a heck yeah. of a personality. Yeah. Guest star on the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Through, uh, through the football with uh, Greg, I think, in the uh, on their AstroTurf backyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe is used to that, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Jets had AstroTurf? <laughs> well, and then, well and he then, would have played on it on other people's. And then Greg had to break Marsha's nose of the football. Yeah, I think that was a different episode. Yeah. Yes, yes, it yeah. was. Was that the was that, that the one where it bounced off her nose and then and then it, it hit it hit that vase and broke it? <laughs> Ricocheted across the house, through the dining room, through the kitchen, through the dining room, into the living room. No, I think they were playing outside. Mom but, always yeah. said, don't play ball in the house. <laughs> and then they went to Hawaii and jumped the shark. Wait, yes. no. No, that was that was Fonzie. <laughs> no, they met Vincent Price in a cave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brady Bunch, go check it out wherever the hell it is. 
listeners. Yeah. Craig. <laughs> Not a fan. I don't know. I'm I'm typing something. Talk amongst yourselves. So what's up, man? I love the the Brady Bunch <laughs> movies and how uh Tim Matheson in the last one he was he was trying to get the horse. He was pretending to be uh uh the long lost husband. The the horse sculpture that yes. was there next to the vase that <laughs> yes. got broken. Yes. Yeah. And that was some the priceless artifact oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they end up on Back on Hawaii. Well, wasn't he? He was uh, Carol's dead husband. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretending to be the dead husband when he was the one that killed the husband. And no, no, actually, it was Carol's husband was the professor from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> That's what happened because he let him go. Bullshit. <laughs> no. In the movie. The plot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they ended up on the uh on the island with Jonathan Higgins on, on Hawaii? And, and and Carol is telling about the professor and he's like, Yes, my son was the first mate on that ship. <laughs> we all knew the minnow was lost. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh the that, tie in. That was awesome. You know, and of course they had the whole uh the, the voodoo tiki doll. The tiki doll, yeah. yeah. With the spider and then uh Greg almost dying surfing. Surfing, and that's then... right. It was surfing, not oh jumping my a shark. Gosh. I think the parodies were better than the show. <laughs> that's what was great about those movies was that they, they made they had fun with it. They didn't yes. try to do it for real. Um right. but they they did it really well. They embraced radiism. They totally. They em- they embraced everything about it that was good or bad or cliched or stupid. Like like the Mike Brady lectures, you know. Or the fact that everything he designs looks like that house. Yes. No matter what it right. is. You know, if you tattle and people think you're a tattler and they tattle on yourself, then you're really tattling on your family. I need and to go you back people and... people to tattle on the tattler? Yeah, I need to go back and watch those because now he's Lumberg. Yes. Oh, <laughs> That's got to add a whole new dimension. He actually is in... Because um, I had never heard of Gary Cole before that first Brady Bunch movie. I got hooked on... Uh, Gary Cole is good in everything he's He is. In. Oh, yeah. He's a versatile, I just, I just got hooked on Entourage, and I'm in the season where he's uh, one of the, the agents, and he is he's wonderfully horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he plays dirtball well. Yeah. Yes. Sl- yes. Sl- skeezy, sleazy, yeah. slimy. Yeah. But he was a perfect Mike Brady. <laughs> He nailed that. <laughs> so are, we, are we done talking about the Brady Bunch, Craig? I think we're, I think we're done talking. <laughs> Is there anything else on the docket, or are we rolling? I, I think that's it. Okay. Matthew, thank you. Hey, it's always good to be back, guys. I'll see you in two episodes. And then again, ten, no. ten later. Yeah. Well. Or too farty. No, what are you, I, I am too farty. Too f- I'm, sure, I'm sure Kurt is as well, but... I'll make a cameo. Uh, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at <laughs> nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy murders and acquisitions and in the very near future, the Capers Preview Edition. And? And what? Go to andocon.org and go to Kickstarter and back that 
Andocon 2018 Kickstarter. Oh yeah, for the record, we're uh, well over 50%. Yes. Less than a week. So good. we're in good shape. But go do it anyway and make sure you book your hotel there. Since you're listening to this somewhere that is in Georgia, and our vast reach, our <laughs> wide audience of our podcast all across the world, make sure you book your tickets now, March 9th through 11th, 2018, and book your hotel through the Kickstarter. Yes, please. So that we can all get uh, those uh, sweet, sweet pineapple drink, pepperoni those, garnish, whatever they're going to be, yeah. things, the, but also thing. also those uh, those extra things that happen when you get extra money that I can't think of the name Perks. it's called on a Kickstarter specifically. Oh, well, stretch, stretch goals. <laughs> Go get us some stretch goals so we can find out what the hell they are remind me mike 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 was <laughs> right now they're secret mike rem- remind me to never have you uh promote promote any, any kickstarter <laughs> kickstarter of mine <laughs> okay i'm making a note of that right next to my one about uh questions for kira sedgwick, kira sedgwick yeah <laughs> couldn't remember her name that's gonna be a problem if you ever interview her um um mrs bacon <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing on the Kickstarter where you get extra? Yeah. Hey, I think I got you guys a new international listener. Really? Yeah, I was in a meeting with a customer last weekend. The guy Dublin. in Ireland that yeah. looks like me? No, no, different guy in Ireland. <laughs> but I, I told him all about the show. So if you see a ping in Ireland, yeah. Okay, awesome. We'll have to check the analytics. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to start doing all the talking now? Fine. Strike. Strike. Let's see Strike. if you can do this. Strike. 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 Strike, you scab. Do the job. Do it. Come on. Strike, strike, strike. We're out. See you guys. (laughs) Strike. (laughs) See you in two weeks. So what did you have written for that? It was literally, we were going to go on strike. Oh, that was the thing. (laughs) Oh, wow. but But he, like commandeered way to way to play into it and give us a reason to go on strike man yeah that was amazing he just commandeered the outro and i was like i'm not going to read that thing i'm just going to go strike strike just get really loud and angry